Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. Hey, my friend, welcome to the Art of Online Business podcast. My name is Rick Mulready, and I'm an online business coach. I'm an ads expert, and most importantly, I'm a dad. And this show is where we help established online course creators and coaches create more profit, more impact with less hustle. All right, let's get into it. What's up, my friends? Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode number 629, and this is another quick tip episode here on the show. And I wanna share with you today how to get on other people's podcasts. I've done episodes in the past about this exact topic, but I wanted to kind of update it, if you will. Not that those other, you know, the other episodes I've done on this topic are still valid today. And the reason I wanted to share this one with you here today is because I was recently doing a presentation for somebody's mastermind. And the, the topic was a little bit different. It was about how to be a great guest on a podcast. And so I got so many great questions around getting on other podcasts, like how do you do it, that I want to cover it for you here today in this quick tip. Now, I've been podcasting now for nine years. I started my first podcast back in 2013. And we're on episode 629 here on this podcast. So we get a lot of requests to be on the show. And so first of all, before we even get into that, why do you want to be a guest on other podcasts? Well, it is one of the best ways to grow your business. If you have a podcast, it's one of the best ways to grow your podcast, right? So the idea is obviously to get on podcasts who have your audience that you can add value to. And again, it's one of the quickest ways to amplify your brand, amplify your business, get in front of new audience, bring people to your business, grow your email list, et cetera, et cetera. Get more people to watch your YouTube videos, et cetera. So all those reasons you need to be getting on other, other people's podcasts as a form of free, quote unquote, marketing, right? And the other thing 
before I share with you how I recommend getting on, on, on podcasts is don't always shoot for the stars. Don't always shoot for the biggest podcasts to get on. If you are able to land on a huge podcast, amazing. But so many people, when, you know, I ask, I often ask my accelerator members, like, all right, what are some podcasts that you would love to be on? And I always hear like the big podcast. Those are great, but we often overlook some of those quote unquote, smaller to medium size audience podcasts. When in fact, those are often some of the best ones that you can be on simply because their audience, their audiences generally are super engaged, right? They are really tuned into that guest or excuse me, to the, to the host and the, you know, what they're doing on that podcast. So, so those are some of the best things that you can do or best podcasts to be on. And so I want to start this conversation off with, and I'm not going to throw, I'm not going to mention names or anything like that, but as a podcaster, right, we have a really successful show here. I get pitched, I get emails from usually PR agencies for probably two to three times a day pitching people to be on. And 99.9% of the emails that I get, they're not going to be on the show. And I'll explain why. Okay. So this is a recent, this is a recent email I got. Dear Rick, listening to some of your recent episodes, I was wondering if you'd be interested in interviewing Wall Street Journal bestselling author, blah, 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 on the art of online business to, to discuss their new book, blah, 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 and gives the date when it's coming out. And then, and then it goes on to, after millions of American workers quit their jobs during the pandemic, many of them learned a hard truth. They couldn't sell themselves as qualified for the dream jobs that they wanted next. And then it goes on to, it describes the book, it describes the author, and it goes into like their methodology. And then it's like, in this time of change, the topic of blank is relevant to every audience. This is a one, two, three, four, five, six paragraph email. And on the very last sentence, then it says, I included the bio below. Would you like to would you like an interview with this person and or a copy of their new book? So it doesn't even mention, I mean, it mentions my podcast, which is basically a fill in the blank um, in the first in the first sentence, but nothing about how you all, my audience, can benefit. What's in it for you? That's what I want to know from people when I get pitched to be on the show, you know, for someone to be on the show here. I am very protective of you all, my listeners. And so I get a pitch like this and it's like, not, it's, it's entirely about this person and about their book. Like, no, 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 no. Here's another, another example. In 2022, it seems like there's a podcast for everyone. In fact, 62% of Americans listen to podcasts. Well, thank you for that stat. One of the most popular podcast categories is parenting with hundreds of podcasts in that category. By the way, there's links like 62% of Americans is hyperlinked. Hundreds of podcasts is, is hyperlinked. One podcast that consistently breaks through all of the noise to offer quality conversations and perspectives is blank name of the podcast created and hosted by 
these two people. The podcast has been in continuous publication since, you know, and then it just, it does it again. It goes on. This is one, two, three, four, five paragraphs long. That is nothing about you all as the listener of my show here, how you can benefit from it. It's all about them. It's all about the, it's all about the, the person. It's all about the, the podcast. Right. And then it's like, yeah, it's just talking. It's like, just like saying this, how, how amazing their podcast is. And then it says the last sentence, it says, would you be interested in hearing more from blank and blank about building a successful podcast without the help of a producer? I'd be happy to coordinate an interview. It's like, okay, no, right? By the way, normally I'm not even getting this far in these emails because I can, I can tell right off the bat that these are template things. But this is, these are the types of emails I get all the time. Here's one more. Morning, Rick. Cool show with John Lint on his unique approach for evergreen sales and marketing strategies, exclamation point. Now, when you know it, I got this email right after the episode I did with John came out. So what they do is they go look at the most recent episode and they say, great job with this, or I love this episode. And then it says, would your audience also enjoy a convo with this person? And then it goes into all about them, meaning all about the guest. And then it says a conversation with them will help your audience one, two, three, four, five. And then there's six bullet points. Then it goes into who is this person? Then I got a link to a, somebody else's podcast where they were a guest on it. And then it says, let me know if you'd like to book this person. We'll get something on the calendar. Looking forward to hearing from you. Again, notice a trend here. None of this is about you, the listener, is about how can whatever it is that they're pitching benefit you, the listener. It's all about them, 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 okay? And so I want to show you a better way, right? I want you to get on as many podcasts as possible that make sense for you. And as a podcaster, receiving ton, like tons and tons of these types of pitches every single week, there's a better way to do this. And so the first thing that I want you to think about before I even share the, the strategy is when you start doing research, okay? When you start researching podcasts, does the show and the guest align with your values? Does the show and the guest align with your values? Because if they don't, but yet you're thinking, ooh, but that podcast could really help my business. But if they don't, you know, the show, the show nor the, the guest align with your values, then my recommendation would be you skip that podcast, at, you know, it, in trying to get on that podcast. But it's hard. I'm not going to lie. Like, let's just say, what if the, just hypothetically here, the number one podcast in the world reached out to you and said, hey, I'd love for you to come on the podcast. And you're like, holy cow, really? 
But then you stop and think, well, wait a minute. This is way, way, way against the, my values, right? The, the podcast itself, the host, the types of guests, et cetera, et cetera, very much against my values. Now, I want you to, I want that right there, that knowledge to stop you to think about that. And you're like, well, Rick, it's, it's easy for you to say something like this because, you know, you've got a big podcast or what have you, right? And I'm not saying this is that, that that wouldn't be a hard decision, but I want you to think first and foremost on whatever podcast that could benefit you. Does it, does the show and the guests on there align with your values? And if it doesn't, then I would encourage you to skip it. Okay, so that's that's what most people don't even think about. Does the does the podcast, does the host, does the content on the podcast, do the show's guests, do they align with your values? And if they don't, all right, we're going to filter those out. Now, what you, one thing you can do is, you know, you have somebody on your team, you have an administrative assistant or a VA or what have you doing this research for you. Well, part of the research that you want them doing is through the lens of, through the filter of your, your values. And I've talked about that a lot. I've done several episodes here on the podcast is that everything that you do in your business should be through the filters or the lens of your values. Not just through, oh, that can benefit me. I'm not going to, but it's against my values. I'm not going to do it. And again, I'm not saying this is an easy thing to do. I just want you to think about this a little bit, a little bit differently. Okay. So the next thing, let's just say that you, you come up with your list and I like, I would, I would recommend depending on what niche that you're in, right. Or niche, like if you've got a, a pretty broad, you know, pretty broad niche, then I'd be shooting for like 50 podcasts, come up with a list of 50 podcasts. Find out the name of the podcast and the guest and how to contact them. And I'll share with you more about that in just a second. Okay. And so the, once you come up with your list and everything, do your research. Do your research. This is the part, again, the emails that I just shared with you, there is zero research on their part. Right? If you're a PR person listening to this, here's one, one thing that you can do to get your clients on more podcasts. Do the research. Do actual research instead of just this blanket mass email. And it can it will, try, it will drastically change the take rate, if you will, on the number of podcasts that your guest, that your client can be on. And so do the research. What have other people talked about on the podcast? What are people that are similar to you talking about on the podcast when they're guests? And so what's a different angle that you, you could take on that same topic? What's a new idea that you could introduce on that podcast or even expand upon in that audience for that podcast? Okay. And so that's how I recommend that you, that you approach this whole thing. 
So does the show align with your values? Does the host align with your values? Do the guests that that person has on the podcast align with your values? And then if you're like, yep, yep, yep. Okay, cool. Got my list. All right, now do some research. What are some possible things that you could share and bring value to that podcast and to that audience? Now, you really should also have like three to five topics that are your sort of go-to topics that you talk about whenever you are giving a presentation or doing a podcast episode or a video or social media or what have you. And because then you can just tweak, right? You look at somebody like, you know, love him or hate him, right? Like Gary Vaynerchuk, he only has a few topics that he talks about and then he just puts different spins on those topics depending on where he's speaking or presenting or what have you, right? So I would encourage you to do the same sort of thing, like have three to five sort of foundational types of topics that you, that you talk about, and then you can start to edit them accordingly and, and customize for different audiences. Okay, so once you've done that research, now what I would encourage you to do is if they're active on Instagram, which most are, I want you to DM them. This is the host, by the way. I want you to DM the host of the podcast, but don't just send them a message, send them a video, okay? And in that sort of one minute video that you're sending them, you're, ask, you're introducing yourself, right? You're, you're starting a legitimate conversation with them. You're mentioning that you've done some research on the podcast, not just the most recent one. Like say something that's really, really valuable that most people aren't even going to mention to them because again, they're getting pitched all the time. And so when you do that, what you're doing there is you're not pitching to be on the podcast at that point. You are asking for permission to send them an email. See the difference there? I'm not just outreach. I'm not just saying, Hey, I'd love to be on your podcast. And I I'd love to talk about this and this. I noticed you haven't talked about, no, no, no. You are introducing yourself. You're letting them know who you are. You're giving yourself, you know, adding credibility. Why should they listen to you? And then you can mention something that came up during your research process. And, but you're, you're then asking for permission to email them to you know your idea of how you could bring value to their podcast audience nobody does that my friend nobody does that and so now you know now i'm going to get a bunch of pitches and that's okay do it please send me your pitches this way in instagram dm at rick mulready yes i'm telling you right now to do that feel free to do it okay so you are dming them a video which no one does. You're going to set yourself apart right there and you're going to introduce yourself. You're going to establish a little bit of credibility and you're just talking person to person. You're letting them know how much you enjoy their podcast. And again, you're mentioning a tidbit that came up in your research that most people aren't even going to mention. That number, that right there is going to catch their attention. And the other thing is... You're asking for permission to email them your thoughts on how you could add value to their audience. 
this is not about, you know, most people go right in for the, the ask, meaning like, can I be on your show? How cool is it to approach somebody very differently and ask for permission to email them? And if they don't get back to you, it's nothing personal, just keep going, right? You'll be surprised at how many more, you know, they might even say, well, don't email me, just tell me right now, like, what do you think? And it's like, okay, cool, like send another video back. And at least you're having a conversation with them. You've established that, that conversation, right? Now, lastly, let's just say that they're not on Instagram or they're not active on Instagram. Everybody's on Instagram. If they're not active on Instagram, well, you can still email them, but send them a quick video, a short video, okay? It's not as effective as reaching them on social media, but again, you are not pitching yourself on the podcast at that point. You are asking for permission to give them an idea or a couple of ideas. My friends, this is the biggest reason, or this is one of the biggest things that will set you apart, I should say, from when you pitch to be on, on podcasts, okay? And then one final thing, when you get accepted, okay? One of the best questions that I got, I believe it was, this was years ago, Noah Kagan, He's the founder of AppSumo and, and all these other companies. Like he, he asked me, I was, gonna, I was about to interview him for the show. And he said, he asked me this question. It's always stuck with me. He said, what would make your listeners say that this was the best episode that they've ever heard on your show? And number one, the host is going to, they're going to be like, whoa, I haven't been asked that question before. So they're going to have to think about it. But as a host, I want to hear something like that from my guest because now I know the guest is here. The guest is showing up and my guest that I'm bringing on wants to add as much value as possible for you. And so if you're gonna, when you're gonna be a guest on a show, ask the host, what would make your listeners say this is, that this was the best episode that they've ever heard on your show? Get their answer and then deliver that in your interview. All right, my friends. Hope this was helpful for you. Please do not send blanket broadcast emails, impersonal emails. They're not going to get you on podcasts. Think differently. Think outside the box. Okay. Remember, like we're trying to have conversations over conversions. Conversations over conversions. All right. Thank you so much for listening today, my friend. I appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out with me. Until next time, be well. And I'll talk to you soon. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.